You're listening to the Grow Your Own Food Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you grow fresh fruit, vegetables, and even grains in your own backyard. In every episode, you'll get growing tips, recipe inspiration, and more. Ready to get growing? Then let's jump in. Hey everybody, welcome to episode two of the Grow Your Own Food podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Smith, and I'm really excited about today's show because this is plant science for beginners. So plant science, otherwise known as botany, is a really helpful thing to know when you're trying to grow your own food because it just teaches you a lot about what plants need, a lot about how they work. So the very beginning of this episode might have you saying, well, duh, Shauna, I know all that, but I promise you're probably going to learn at least one new thing in the next few minutes. So I do want to caveat that I am talking about vascular plants here in this episode, which all vegetable or fruit producing plants are. So examples of non-vascular plants, which are sometimes called lower plants, it's not a very nice name, but um, it's, it's... a way that they're called would include things like moss and algae, things that don't have roots, don't have leaves, um, and don't present themselves in such a way as, as vascular plants do. So just to start off, plants can kind of be separated into three different parts, the roots, the stem, and the leaves. That's the part where you're kind of like, yeah, okay, well, duh. But I'm going to go into a little more detail about each of those parts and exactly what they do and how they work. And it's some pretty cool stuff. So we'll start with the roots. What they do, obviously, they deliver water, but they also deliver nutrients to the rest of the plant. They anchor plants to the soil and support the stem, especially as that stem grows leaves and those leaves get blown around in the wind. Those roots help to sort of help that plant not, you know, fall over when it's stressed by things like wind or heavy rain. They also store energy created by the plant during photosynthesis. So you might not think of it that way, but we'll get to that here in a little bit when we talk about leaves and how leaves work. The roots end up almost kind of like a pantry, right? They store extra food so that if the plant experiences times of stress or drought or lack of nutrients, it's able to kind of call on those extra stores of energy that are stored up in the roots. So this all kind of boils down to why damage to a plant's roots often spells death or um, severe injury that leads to a less productive plant. Roots perform some really life-sustaining jobs for a plant. And they're also really, really incredible. They have almost a certain sense of intelligence. We don't really think of plants, obviously we know that they are a living thing, but we don't think of them as having intelligence. But more and more scientific evidence points to the fact that plants are actually kind of smart. They can sense a lot of different things. Roots are one of those things. So they're smart enough that they shrink away from dry or poor soil and grow towards soil that has an abundance of nutrients and moisture. They'll also alter their growth to avoid extreme shade. So encouraging the plant to grow laterally, that's outward, rather than vertically, 
which is upward, in order to sort of spread out and find sunnier spots. There's even evidence that roots can sense whether other roots next to them are same or self-roots from the same plant, almost like you know that your left arm is like a part of you. They can sense that versus roots from another plant or non-self roots. And how crazy is that? So moving upward to the stem, the stem is is really interesting. We think of it as the part of the plant that's just kind of like, meh, you, you pick the leaves off or you pick the fruit off and you throw it away. But it is like, it's like an elevator, right? For, for all of the water and all of the nutrients that those roots kind of leach up out of the ground. It's really helpful to think of the stem as like if you were to grab with both hands a giant bundle of drinking straws, right? So the outside rings of that bundle of drinking straws is going to be called the xylem and it draws water up from the roots almost actually like straws from the roots up to the leaves of the plant. The inside of that bundle of straws in your hand is called the phloem and it transports um, sucrose that's produced by the leaves via photosynthesis back down to the roots and kind of um, disperses it through other leaves that need it along the way. Xylem make up the outside of the stem and in some plants that creates like a woody fiber. For example, the outer rings of a tree trunk are xylem. That's what makes the, the bark, right? That sort of hard protective Um, outside layer of the tree. And xylem is um, made up primarily out of dead cells, kind of like your fingernails or your hair are made out of dead cells. Whereas phloem, that inner layer, um, are made out of living cells. So again, moving upward to the leaves. This is where all of, almost all of photosynthesis happens. You do have some photosynthesis happening in the stem. There are some chloroplasts there, but the majority of photosynthesis happens in the leaves. So chloroplasts are known as an organelle. So right, human bodies have organs, which are masses of tissue that have a specific job or a function. Like your heart's job is to pump blood through your body. Organelles are like that, but on a much smaller scale and inside a plant cell. So chloroplasts are an organelle and they have a lot of jobs. The main one being to produce chlorophyll, which captures the energy from the sunlight, converts it and stores it for use during photosynthesis, which brings me to kind of the next job of leaves, photosynthesis. So photosynthesis is how plants create their own food. Chloroplasts use the sun's energy along with the oxygen from the carbon dioxide in the air and the water and nutrients pulled up through the roots. So all of that stuff is mixed together in a cocktail inside the leaves. It's refined into sucrose. And if that sounds familiar, that's because sucrose is a simple sugar. Plants actually need that sugar to burn energy, just like our bodies burn sugars or carbohydrates for energy. Leaves also are comprised of stoma. They're how the plants breathe or take in the CO2, the carbon dioxide that they need during photosynthesis. So if you think of the stoma kind of like 
the leaves mouths almost they're these tiny little pores on the undersides of leaves some leaves actually if you turn them over you can even see them like I was noticing on my lemon tree if I turn over a leaf I I can see actually the tiny little stoma on there these stoma open during photosynthesis in a process called transpiration which is how they lose water so like Think about how your breath has moisture in it, how it fogs up a window. And that's a lot of what happens with plants. So as they're doing their thing during photosynthesis, they're they're burning up this energy and they kind of they kind of almost like exhale and moisture comes out with that exhalation, just like the human body. So for some plants, like the ones that have to live in the desert, they only open their stoma at night because this reduces the amount of of moisture that's lost because there's much cooler temperatures in the evening. When stomata open, it creates a negative pressure that draws water up from the roots, sort of like when you suck on a straw and like water comes up from the bottom of the straw to this top of the straw. That's because by sucking on it, you're creating negative pressure. So as the plant is losing moisture, that negative pressure is asking the roots to send more moisture upward. But if there's no water for the roots to take up because the soil is dry, it can't hold that vacuum seal and air bubbles kind of end up in the xylem and the plant starts to wilt. Also, when stressed by drought, the stoma close to reduce the amount of water lost, and this causes photosynthesis to shut down. So it's not just a lack of water during drought that causes plants to wilt and do poorly. It's also because the plant is trying to conserve the energy that it has left, and it shuts down photosynthesis. So that's how roots and stems and leaves work. Did you learn anything new? I hope so. It might not seem like something you'd need to know, but just like knowing how the human body works helps you take care of it better, knowing how plants work can help you successfully meet their needs. So that's all for today. I hope, like I said, you learned something new. If you liked this episode, you found it helpful, please subscribe to the podcast and I will see you guys in the next episode. This episode is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. You guys, I just started podcasting and I did not have a ton of time to look into how exactly I was going to get my content out there. Anchor makes it easy. They give you everything you need in one place for free, by the way, which you can use right from your phone or your computer. They've got tools that allow you to record and edit so it sounds great. No expensive mixing or editing equipment required. If you're looking to start a podcast, they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. If you're looking to start a podcast, Anchor is where you should really start. If you're looking to start a podcast, Anchor has got you covered. Thanks for listening to the Grow Your Own Food podcast. Visit beeandbasil.com for helpful how-to articles, images, and recipes.